Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where a woman demands to have another woman's breast milk. Our next Reddit post is from Snowman. I'm a 27-year-old woman who's a flight attendant for a major U.S. airline. A few years ago, at a very busy U.S. airport, I was in line to get some food. My luggage is almost an extension of my hand when I'm working. I carry a shoulder bag, and I also have a large rolling suitcase with a smaller size tote that hooks to the larger bag so it extends a bit behind me. As I'm waiting in line, I feel my bag move. Afraid that I'm in someone's way, I pull my bag closer and turn around to see a toddler laying on my two bags. Three separate times, I told the toddler's parents that they need to come get him because he could get hurt. They did take him off briefly, but within a second or two, he would be back on top of my luggage. Every time I tried to pull the bag away, the toddler would just think that it's a game. The parents just ignored me giving them dirty looks. The third time, I specifically said, This is a busy airport, and if I move quickly for some reason, he's going to get hurt. The mom gave a snarky reply. I know how to watch my kid! Once I reach the register, I place my order. As I finish, my airline calls me regarding a trip change. I need to quickly get to a place where I can write down notes. Without even thinking about it, I rolled back my bag quickly, which meant that the toddler, who was still playing with my luggage, was bowled backwards, and he hit his head on the hard tile floor. Cue the kid and his parents flipping out. They were yelling that I was guilty of child abuse and demanded to see my work ID so they could report me to my employer, which is something that I'm neither obligated nor willing to do. Airport police arrive just as my food is ready. I have a 30-second conversation with security, during which I explain and identify another customer who was already offering to be a witness on my behalf. I told security that I have to go catch a flight, and the cop said, I know where to find you if I need you, but don't worry about it. Just go work your flight. I thank the cop and start to walk away, and the kid's grandfather attempts to run past the cop to stop me from leaving. The cop puts his hand on the grandfather's shoulders to stop him, and the grandfather shoves the cop with all of his strength and lunges at me. I feel just a brief tug on the shoulder strap of my bag, and I turn around to see the other airport cop slamming Grandpa to the ground. Grandpa pled out, so I never had to testify in court. But all of this could have been avoided if they had just watched their freaking kid. Alright, so throwing down against a cop is just normally stupid, but throwing down against a cop in an airport is extra large stupid. I wouldn't be surprised if Grandpa just found himself on the no-fly list. Our next Reddit post is from Read Unturtles. This story is something that happened to me and my fiancé fairly recently. We recently bought our first home together in a nice quiet area in the north of England. If you're unfamiliar with the British postal system, basically, we get letters delivered through flaps in our front doors. And parcels that are too large for that are handed to us if we're in the house, and if we're not, then they're just given to a neighbor so we can collect them later. If no one's there to collect the parcel, then it gets taken back to the depot where they just sit, or they're returned to the sender. So, last month we were settling into our new home, and my fiancé bought some clothes online for a local gym that he wanted to join. I was in the house on the day of the delivery and I was expecting the package since I'm working from home. When the postal worker arrived, she had two packages instead of one. I thought nothing of it at first and I put the packages in my garage for my fiancé to open later. When my fiancé came home from work, he rushed to open his delivery like it was Christmas and to his surprise, the second parcel wasn't for him. The package had our address on it, but it didn't have a name. We were both confused at this point and we thought that maybe it's for one of our neighbors and they would come collect it later. 
Time goes by, and eventually we get a note through the door that reads, Hey, my son got his parcel delivered to your house. Call me at such and such number so I can come collect it. We thought that it was our neighbor, so my fiancé called the number for a woman to answer, and she said that she would be over shortly to collect the parcel. It turned out that she lived across town, and her son chose our address to have it delivered to, for some reason. We thought this was weird, but we assumed that it must have been a mistake. Anyways, we thought that was the end of it, but the next day I got two more parcels for this lady's son. Again, the packages had our address, but no name. At this point, I'm thinking there was a mistake on their part, or possibly they used to live here. Again, they come to collect their parcels and everything's fine, but guess what? More and more parcels over the next week arrive for this lady's son. At this point, I'm starting to get really annoyed by this because even though I do work from home, I can't constantly leave meetings to collect parcels that aren't even ours. So the next day when the parcel lady comes, I just tell her sorry, this isn't for me and you'll have to return it to sender. So off she goes and takes the parcel back to the depot. A few hours later, I hear a knock at the door and guess who? It's the entitled mother standing there with her son. I hate confrontation, so my memory of the conversation is a bit hazy. But she was furious that we denied her parcel, and now she has to wait for it to be re-delivered. I told her that she has to get her parcels delivered to her own home, and that it's weird and inconvenient for me. Like, I don't even know this lady. She then tells me that it's easier for her to get them delivered to my home, because I'm always in, and she isn't. Now, maybe this would possibly be okay if I was friends with her and she asked, but she lives across town and chose a random address for her parcels. Anyway, she leaves, and I think that this might be the end of the story, but parcels keep showing up. And over the next week, I politely tell the parcel lady that these aren't mine and return them to sender. After a week of doing this, I stopped getting the parcels, so I guess she got the message. How entitled must this woman have been to think that it's okay to have parcels delivered to a random person's home that she doesn't even know because it's easier for her? I really hope that she didn't start doing this to someone else after me. But it was satisfying to know that she would have to wait twice as long for her parcels because they were returned to sender. Yeah, OP. I don't know if this was entitlement. I think this was probably a legal activity. Think about it, OP. Suppose she were transporting something illicit, like drugs. Would she want to have illegal drugs delivered to her home address? Of course not. So instead, you find some random friendly stranger, deliver your drugs there, then go pick them up. That way, if the cops ever figure out that you're transporting drugs, then the stranger that you're delivering the drugs to gets in trouble instead of you. What's more OP, how does she always know that you work from home? Super sketchy. And on top of all this, OP, if she can drive across town to visit your house, then what's stopping her from driving across town to go to the depot instead? Something fishy is going on here, and you definitely made the right call to start denying those packages. Actually, the more that I think about it, I don't think I've ever been able to order something from a website and not been able to give them a name. You always have to give them a name. That makes me think that the sender is somehow involved in this scheme too. Yeah, OP, I don't know what's in those parcels, but I would not want them in my house. Our next Reddit post is from Cajun Rabbit. So, I'm a store manager for a large chain pizza place that charges a bit more than the competition, but makes an arguably better product. We try to always believe the customer and make them happy if something's wrong. We have a loyal base of regulars who order often, as well as a lot of other business from random people in several nearby hotels. So it's Friday night, and an entitled Karen calls in an order for a very simple pepperoni and jalapeno pizza. 
the driver delivers it, and 30 minutes later, I'm asked to talk to an angry customer on the phone. Is this the manager? I've been on hold for over half an hour. That's impossible, but okay. I say, I'm very sorry about that, ma'am. What seems to be the problem? I'm at the hotel and your driver was so rude and my pizza is burnt. I'm sorry to hear the pizza wasn't up to our quality standards. Can I make you another and send it out? No, don't bother. You've already ruined my kids' dinner and they're crying now. So instead, give me a refund. That is a red flag. I said, okay, ma'am, I'll credit your number, and the next time you order, it'll be free. I'm very sorry again. Have a good night. Whatever, and she hangs up. I credit the number and think, whatever, that was the end of it. So the very next night on Saturday, one of the employees says, hey, this lady on the phone wants to speak to a manager. I say, hello, thank you for holding. This is OP speaking. Are you an R-word? How long does it take to answer the effing phone? I'm sorry, what? You were only on hold for a moment while my employee got me. Don't you effing tell me how long I've been on hold. I know how long I've been on hold for. I'm just groaning inwardly already. A fun customer. Yippee. I say, I'm sorry ma'am, how can I assist you? My pizza is burnt and you have the rudest effing delivery driver. They practically threw the pizza in my face. Suddenly, a light bulb goes off in my head. I've dealt with this lady before. I'm sorry to hear that, and I'll definitely talk to the driver about it. Can I make you a new pizza to replace the one that you said is burnt? No, just refund my order. Okay, ma'am. To ensure that our quality standards are being met, can I have a driver come pick up the burnt pizza so I can talk to my production staff about it? No, we ate it. You ate the burnt pizza? Yes, we were starving and couldn't wait for a remake, so just give me a refund. A refund for the pizza that you ate? It was effing burnt! Let me speak to the manager. I am the manager. Then I want to speak to your manager. You're being so rude and disrespectful. It's because I'm black, isn't it, you effing racist piece of garbage? Ma'am, one, stop cussing. Two, I have no idea what you look like or who you are, but... That's right, you B-word butthole. You don't know who the F I am, but you're about to find out. She then hung up before I could say anything else. Considering that she was extra, I let my district manager know about a possible complaint on my behavior and what actually went down. As soon as I got off the phone with my district manager, I heard yelling in the lobby. Where is that B-word butthole racist manager? I step around the partition, and I see a cow of a woman wearing tacky, bright green and orange clothes with red shoes. Can I help you? In my head, I'm already done with this heifer because I know who it is. Are you gonna start some trash now? Give me a freaking refund for my burnt pizza. And I want gas money for driving over here. You didn't pay for the pizza. It was free, and we don't reimburse gas for people driving to the store. You think this is an effing joke? You're going to give me my effing money or it's going to go off in this B-word. Get out. What the F did you just say to me? Get out of my store. You can't tell me to leave. This is a public space. No, ma'am. This is a private business and you're no longer allowed in here. I'm refusing to serve you. Leave now or I'll be forced to call the police. F you. F you. She continued to yell and curse until the police arrive. I had to hear every sing-song version of F.U. for about five minutes. The cops ask me if I want to trespass her, and I say, yeah, she is not welcome here anymore. The cops take her outside, and I could overhear their conversation. The cops said, okay, so you're now being trespassed. 
Don't come back here and don't linger in the parking lot or you'll be arrested. This also applies to every single other pizza chain, not just this one. The defeated look on her face when he said that almost made all of this worthwhile. Not the most epic ending, I know, but what can you do? So, kinda sorta something similar happened to me, but I handled it completely differently. I was over at a buddy's place and we ordered pizza from Domino's. But when the pizza delivery guy came, he was like, Hey, so, uh, we burned your pizza. Sorry about that, man. And the guy just handed me my pizza with nothing more than a sorry, bro. And I was just standing there confused, so I opened the box, and sure enough, the pizza was completely charred. And I was like, I don't get it. You guys know that the pizza is burned, so why'd you deliver it? Why not just make a new one? The delivery guy was like, oh, and just turned around and left. I mean, yeah, I kind of get it. It's not the delivery guy's fault exactly. It's whoever made the pizza and then sent it out. He's just driving it. But still, that really pissed me off. So I went online, filed a complaint with Domino's, and they gave me a full refund. It's not a particular juicy story or anything. It just always bugged me. If you know the pizza's burnt, why would you send it out? If I were a manager at that pizza store, I feel like the logical thing to do would be to call up that customer and be like, hey, listen, we burnt your pizza. Totally our fault. We're really sorry. If you like, we can send you out the pizza now, but it's kind of burnt. Alternatively, if you want to wait longer, we can make you a fresh pizza, but it's going to take another 30, 45 minutes. Either way, whatever you decide, the pizza is completely on us because we messed up here. <laughs> but no, some dude was just like, wow, we really burned the hell out of that pizza. Eh, whatever. Let's just send it out. Our next Reddit post is from Amber Ashulon. So, I work in a daycare, so I have many stories where I have to deal with entitled parents. Here we have what I like to call the breast milk entitled mother. Like most daycares, the daycare where I work allows mothers to bring in their own breast milk and we have a fridge to store it in. Every container has to be labeled so we know whose is whose. One day during drop-off, one of the mothers had been giving me bottles of her breast milk for her baby. As I'm heading to the kitchen, I hear the sound of a second mother shouting my name. This entitled mother was widely known by the staff and was widely disliked. The entitled mother comes up to me and she starts off the conversation by complaining about the location of our school field trip for the older kids. The kids voted where they wanted to go, the park, and for some reason she wasn't happy about that. I told her that the kids picked where they wanted to go so we can't change it. She wasn't happy about that and huffed, until she noticed the bag of breast milk bottles in my hand. And this is where this story becomes insane. What's in the bag? Oh, this is just breast milk that one of the other mothers left. I was just about to put it in the fridge. That's a lot of breast milk for just one baby. Yeah, the other mother wants to make sure we keep a good stock here so we always have some. So, you must have plenty then. I guess. Then you can give me some for my son. You mean your son, Billy? Yes. But he's five. I read online that feeding your kids breast milk is good for them, even older kids. I'm sorry, but these bottles belong to another mother. They're not mine to give away. Oh, I'm sure she wouldn't mind. You said that she has plenty. She likely wouldn't even notice. That is not going to happen, entitled mother. Now, please, just sign your son in and go. This is ridiculous. They shouldn't be able to bring that stuff in if they're not going to share it with the other kids. And then she just walked out before I could reply. <laughs> Alright, so when someone says that when you bring in a snack to class, you have to make sure that you bring enough for everyone to share, I think that we can safely exclude breast milk from that list. 
I mean, come on, lady. Do you really need someone to sit you down and say, listen, you're not entitled to other people's bodily fluids. Stop. You're being creepy. Also, down in the comments, I have to read this reply from Acer. I can't even. I mean, I can't even can't even. I think my reply would have been, did you just have a brain tumor for breakfast? That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, you can unlock extra episodes by subscribing to my podcast. Click the link in the description. And for just $4.99 a month, you can support my podcast and get access to bonus ad free content.